it's been a while since Boston College has gotten any good news and practically anything. And this weekend, they got quite a bit of it. And we'll get into a lot of that, including the recruiting news. Hockey had some good news. Hey, even volleyball. They're in the national championship game in a tournament that they're playing. Get into all that and more on today's Locked On BC. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome Lock, Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster, period. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now, as I said, I feel like for the last month or so, this podcast has been a, a – uh, it felt like a literal morgue. Like everything we talk about is negative. Everything we talk about is bad. The football team is bad. The basketball team is bad. The basketball team continues to be bad. The football team is losing all momentum. Totally understandable because that's that's what it's been. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat what isn't true, right? BC needed a big weekend, something positive, and they got that this weekend. As there was some positive news. I'm not, you know, baby steps here, folks. There's still a good chunk of negative and the third segment will be all about the negative. But one of the biggest news of the weekend was for football. Khalil Ali, a safety out of Pensacola, New Jersey. And I apologize if I'm botching that name up uh, of the state, uh, the city he's from recommitted to Boston college. Now this is, this is a stunner to me because, you know, in the midst of this three and nine season, there was a handful of players that decommitted. You saw Brian Sims and uh, Khalil Ali was another one. And I think there might have been one other player that decommitted from BC. And you understood. You're like, okay, it's part of the business when a kid, when a team goes down the toilet like BC did, and they're one of the worst teams in the country, recruits see that. They're going to react accordingly, and they're going to be gone. Ali was probably the one that burned the most because on 247 Sports, where you can check out my work as well, he was the highest-rated recruit BC had in this class. He was rated an 88, which is close to a 90 of a four-star. BC has no four-stars this this, uh, go-around, by the way. But Ali is right up there, and he leaves. And you're thinking, okay, Louisville was sniffing around. He gets a brand new offer from Wisconsin, Syracuse, who, hey, I'm not going to crap on Syracuse. They had a decent season. Dino Babers is a decent coach. Hey, they're better than BC right now, and they've beat, they beat BC pretty handily the last two years. Maybe he'll go there. He visits Wisconsin even after uh, Chris leaves, or is fired, excuse me. He goes there. But at the end of the day, I start hearing buzz about a week ago that, hey, BC's still in on Khalil Ali. You look on Twitter, he's he's pinging everything BC's doing. He's, you know, you, you start to get the sense like, okay, Boston College is still in on this. Maybe they're not out. Finally, on Saturday, I'm talking to Brian Dona 247. He's like, yeah, 
this kid's about to commit. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, and so he, I, I had heard originally it was going to be a national signing day. He's, he signed faster. He wanted to get back with BC. Now, doesn't that kind of odd to you? Does that sound kind of interesting? Like as fans, you're all, and I, and I'm not judging you when you do this. The entire fan base right now is in the, you know, the Eeyore mode where everything is bad. Everything is terrible. And I get that. You just watched a three and nine season. You have every right to be that way. But you're seeing a guy like Ali come to Boston College, a guy who had a monster senior year. This is a kid. I I mean, I, I was fo- I don't follow high school sports and like the, the day-to-day games. I don't have the time for that. But I saw enough results of what he did. This kid's going to be a star. This kid is going to be on the field pretty quickly as a safety for the Eagles. And they brought him back. This isn't like the bottom of the of the recruiting list. This isn't like a guy with a, just a handful of offers. He had major offers. He was the highest rated recruit, and he decided to come back. So while many fans may be out on Jeff Halfley, the recruits, many of them are not. And I think Khalil Ali was a big example of this. Now I'm not sure when he's gonna re- when he's gonna register. I don't know when he's gonna if he's gonna be a gray shirt and come in early. We'll have to wait and see. But I know that this is a big deal for Boston College, and you know just from behind the scenes stuff. Again, yeah, I'm a guy on a podcast every day, but I have my connections. I'm telling you now, like, doubt me if you want to, but I do talk to people. I know the recruits. I talked to Khalil Ali. I talked to guys behind the scenes. I talked to staff. The view from players to recruits to staff on Jeff Halfley are not what the fans put out there. Okay. And yeah, the staff and players, you'd hope they would be that way. But I think you all expected, and I'm going to put myself in that bucket too. I expected a mass exodus of transfers at the end of the season. It's just part of like, especially when you had a transfer portal, that's as busy. I mean, there's like 1300 kids in there already. You'd expect BC would have a good chunk of them. You know what BC has right now? Four, four players in the transfer portal, Phil Dracovic, Kevin Pine, who, yes, he was a four-star at one point. He just transferred to URI. Say what you will right there. Jason Matry and Dalen Menard. Two of those guys, Dalen Menard and Kevin Pine, would have never seen the field. Jason Matry is a grad student looking for a new experience, and so is Phil Dracovic. I don't see a whole lot of players in that group that are leaving Boston College because they think Jeff Halfley doesn't know how to coach. Just putting that out there, folks. I'm not defending Jeff Halfley. I've got someone out there that thinks I'm up his butt all the time. I'm just tell I'm telling you what I hear, what I see. This isn't my opinion. This is fact. Okay. The, he is not it, like he may be on a hot seat, but the, the tell the players and recruits that because the ones that he's connected with are not hearing the same message. Now in a moment, there's one player that's about to uh, one recruit that's about to head out. And I'm going to explain to you why it's not what you think it is. We'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do that, if you have not checked out Locked on ACC, I got to tell you right now, you're missing out on a great podcast. It is hosted by the great, the awesome, 
Candace Cooper and a rotating uh, list of co-hosts, including yours truly, who comes on on Wednesdays. We talk football. We talk ACC sports. You'll love it. Check out Locked on ACC on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So once you've got your job posted, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can qualify quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Locked on BC. AJ Black here. I'm the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. Right now, if you have not done so already, become a subscriber to Eagle Insider. It's 50% off for a year subscription, and you get a year of Paramount Plus with that subscription. So if you're looking into getting into Paramount Plus, you get in right away, 50% off for your subscription. You get that included. You're not going to beat that. So become a subscriber to Eagle Insider. I'm telling you, I know some, I, I am connected. This is, uh, if you want an insider, that's, I'm your guy. I know the stuff. I know what's going on with the program. You're going to want to make sure you join us so you can hear. Now, I said there was good news, but there's also bad news. And the bad news is that Darrell Robinson, a 23 running back from St. Francis Academy in uh, Maryland, decommitted from Boston College this weekend. So you got one back and you lost one. Now, Robinson was a long, this was such a weird commitment in the first place. So I knew about Robinson committing way back in June. It took him till September to commit. Like I had heard that he had originally committed to Virginia Tech. He flipped to BC and that he was in and it just took forever for him to announce. And he's been on campus. He's done some things. And he decommits. Now, again, I know, I, I know, I know the fans. I know what you're going to say, and I saw it in the comment section of Eagle Insider, and I tried to dis- disprove it there. They're going, well, he's a rat sleep, sink, leaving a sinking ship. He's uh, there. It goes. That's all the recruits leaving Boston College. I'm telling you, that's not the case. I've talked to again. I it's I know what's going on, so. Here's the deal. He is reportedly going to take, wants to take an official visit to Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's a school. Uh, because his former St. Francis Academy head coach, Biff Pogge, is the new head coach at at St. Fran- at uh, Charlotte. Now, if you know college football and you know how BC and many programs, it's not a exclusive Boston College thing. First of all, most schools do not like it when you take an official visit after you commit. Some schools are cool with it. Lots of them are not because they hold that spot for you. You won't, They only get 25 spots. So 
if they knew that you're flitting around looking at other schools, they'd go and try to find someone else that's not going to do it. So they, a lot of schools do that. They get pretty upset about that. On top of that, in addition, lots of, like taking an official visit with like a week or, or so before National Signing Day is pretty bad. Like, and it's Charlotte. Like, is he really, like, if that's really what he's going for, and again, this hasn't been confirmed, this part hasn't been confirmed yet, I've heard that he wanted to, I know he took got an offer from Charlotte. I, I'm assuming this is where he wanted to go visit. Like, you can understand, like, a week before they're signing pen to paper that a staff would want him to be firmly in BC's camp, not taking more visits. So... This isn't. Ha- this does not have anything to do with the state of the program. This has nothing to do with the coaching staff and where things are at with them. This, to me, looks like a visit issue. And lots of schools do this kind of stuff, where if they continue to push this kind of thing, they go in a different direction. And I, I don't have that confirmed yet. That that's where that's where it ended up being. But you read the writing on the wall. You can you can read the tea leaves here, folks. Um, and hopefully Robinson figures something out. But again, I'm telling you this because a lot of misinformation just gets thrown around. And, you know, when you hear recruiting news, you hear what's going on, you, um, you, you get, you get like what people think and it's not true. So, I don't I don't fault this at all. This is not an, an an indictment on BC at all that they that he's gone. I I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, this is on the other hand, I I've also noticed that during this time, BC has also been going crazy with interest in running backs in the transfer portal. So this might have been something in the works for a while. I'm not sure. Uh, that that end that where the timing of it goes, but I've seen BC linked linky trying to link up with. I mean, it seems to me like 20, 20 plus running backs in the transfer portal, so they're looking for depth there. And if they find somebody, that's fine. You move on from there. Now, if you want more transfer portal news, I have two confirmed, actually three now, three confirmed transfers that have already been on two of them have already been on campus. One that's going to be on campus next weekend. I have all that news up on Eagle insider. I will tell you all about it on the site. It's for VIP members only again, sign up today. Uh, And I have been looking into all the, all the details about where that's going in terms of the transfer portal, where, what, what position species looking at, what positions have they been really diving into get all that on there. And if you have questions, if you want more information, on our board, we have an Ask AJ Anything segment, and you can ask me anything you want. I mean, I'll answer anything on there. So that's that's been something. We have a 600-plus comments since I started about three months ago on there. So um, it's a great little feature as well. Now, speaking of things that are not great, let's t- in a moment, we're going to talk about basketball and their miserable weekend. And I'll talk a little bit about our friend Blake James and his comments about, you know what? in our final segment of the night. So make sure you check that out. Now, as 
Locked on Boston College, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Boston College listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. Get in now. And here's why I love, I'm telling you, Simply Safe is what you need to check out. Okay. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is a whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, windows, and doors, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real, and even a hazard sensors that would detect fire floods and other threats to your home. It's only under a dollar a day, less than half the price of a traditional home security system. I'm telling you, you need to check them out. Get in right now. Don't miss your chance to say big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like simply safe. All right, folks, locked on BC here, AJ Black. Now, we've went from really good news to news that I, I, again, I'm telling you isn't really that big of a deal to bad news. And the bad news continues to be the same bad news that we've got since the beginning, middle of November. BC basketball got blown out by Villanova, no surprise, uh, by 21 points. And the never forget tribute in Newark, New Jersey at the Prudential Center. I mean... Uh, you know, I, I leave the, the basketball re, um, reviews to the last segment because I think folks are just done. We're already into December, and it feels like this team is just spinning its wheels. Uh, their offense is awful. I mean, I've, I have I worry at, at what level BC is uh, going to be able to ever figure out anything on offense. I mean, they're not scoring 60 points a game. That is pathetic. They have no scores. Jaden Zachary seems like he's regressed. Uh, Mason Madsen is, he had 13 points against Villanova, but man, he has been, he's supposed to come in to be a shooter. And he, you know, every time I look at the box score after a game, it's like, oh, for six, one for five. It's like, Jesus, he's not doing what he needs to do out there. No one is scoring. Now they played this game without Makai Ashton Langford, without Quinton Post. So two of your stars are out, but again, you have depth in this program and Villanova is not that good this year. They were four and five. They're now five and five. And you go out there. You, you kind of held your own for a little bit, but in, I mean, you never feel like BC never goes on runs. I mean, they don't score enough points to go on runs. So they go out there and they lose and you leave feeling like, okay, last year BC felt like a team that you could at least at the end of the season, you're like, okay, this team is building their reputation on defense. This is a team that can, you know, maybe they're going to stink on offense for most of the game, but their defense is going to hold things down. You go into this year and you got a couple games, you get smattering of it, but everything with this team is so inconsistent where this team, if I were to ask you, and if you're out there listening right now in the comment section, in the comment section right now, Tell me one thing Boston College does well. I'm, I'm waiting for the great responses because I just totally opened ourselves up to this. But, like, what does BC do well? Their defense isn't very good. Their offense is awful. 
They can they can't rebound. They're they're turning the ball over. I mean they 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 had 17 turnovers to six I think for Villanova. Um, their free throw shooting is is offensive. Like I, yeah, I want to believe in Earl Grant, and it's I this team is so disappointing. For all the disappointment that we put on Jeff Halfley for having a team that went three and nine, BC basketball went into this season with talent and, and a lot of of hope. And this one is even more soul crushing than football to me because you went out there and they haven't won. I, I, I can't, I mean, George Mason, I think is probably the only game that they won where it felt like they were in control of the whole game. Like they, they just went through an out of conference schedule that was padded so that they could be dominant and get ready for an ACC tur- uh, title, uh, not title run, but an ACC schedule where they could get themselves ready for you know the NIT or the tournament. And they're at five and six, you know, with losses to Maine, lost to Charlton, lost to UNH, not competitive against um, Villanova, not competitive against you know Nebraska. It's bad. This team is real bad. And Quentin Post, I'm telling, I'm telling you right now, is not the answer. He's not going to fix it, what's going on with his offense. Like he's not going to magically turn Mason Madsen into a good shooter or get Jaden Zachary to find his groove again. I just don't see it. I don't know where this program's going, folks. I don't know what's going on with this basketball program, and I'm not ready to just completely jump off the Earl Grant bandwagon because a lot of us jumped on at the end of last year. But it certainly seems to me like he's not the answer. I'm going to say that right now. Like, they just don't look, they just don't look good. And you have guys out there that should be able to produce for you. And they're not, they're not, they're not consistent. Like, they're not doing anything little well. Like, they're just, you know, the offense looks stagnant. The defense looks sloppy. It's just a mess. But let's wrap that up because I am done talking about that. And let's look at our friend. Our friend, Blake James, who for the last three months has been on the side of a milk carton. No one's seen him. No one's heard anything from him. And he finally shows up on Friday night to the Jerry York Appreciation Night in the Battle of Com Ave, where BC plays against BU in the 3000th edition of this game or whatever the hell it is. At intermission... James presents Jerry York and his wife with a trip to Hawaii, which was great. I was like, damn, that's a great gift to give Jerry York. I'm sure Jerry's really excited to go out to to Hawaii. I mean, who wouldn't be, right? But the key, the key here that was missing was that Blake James referred to Boston College as Boston College University. Now, an AD whose job is to market a program an AD whose job is to sell a brand went out and just called BC the same name that a bunch of 17 year olds who get BC offers and use a computer program to hack out a quick job Photoshop. He, they do the same mistake. I, I don't know folks. I saw a lot of folks, the the most common response to this was he just deserves to be fired. 
I mean, I my jaw dropped to the floor when I heard that. I was like, first of all, you're at Jerry York's retirement, and you just called his program a, a, an amalgamation of his school and the rival that they're playing right now. Now, that could have just been a slip of the tongue. I mean, you're playing BU, and you've probably been talking about it. But what is your job? Your job is marketing. Your job is public relations. Your job is selling the program. Your your big moments, Blake James's big moments, are to go out there in moments like that and make BC look like a million bucks, so that donors are like, "Oh man, I gotta make get back in. Look at what he's got there." Nope, he goes out there and screws it all up. I I don't know, folks. This was one of the biggest, stupidest gaffes I've heard from BC in a long time. And I'm going to leave it like this. If you can't figure out your own team's name, if you're going to go on on the New England Sports Network, Nesson, and say Boston College University, then maybe you're not the right person to be speaking at anything. Maybe you're not the right person to be athletic director. It was it was one of those moments, like, for the fans out there, for everyone who's listening, right? All year long, you wear your maroon and gold, and you've been kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked. Hey, or BC football's back. Rutgers getting kicked you in the groin. UConn getting kicked you in the groin. You know, all these other games, kick, 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 kick. You're getting kicked. Basketball, you're getting kicked. You know, all you 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 wear you continue to wear your colors and pride. Then the guy that represents your school goes out there and he stabs you in the liver because he goes out there and in front of your rivals, in front of a bunch of people online that love to make snarky comments about it, he goes out there and screws your team name up. Man, sometimes I don't know how you folks do it. I do this because I love it. And I, I've got some, I've got some, uh, some issue with this. I don't know what's going on with me, why I continue to do this, but I do, I do it for love. Now on tomorrow's show, Mitch is back. Mitch Wolf will be back. We have a lot to talk about. He's been out for the last week or so. You can probably figure out why we're going to talk about everything going on with BC. You're going to want to hear that. If you haven't done so already hit that subscribe button right now, do it, do it, do it, do it. If you want to get BC video sent directly to your to your uh, YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to this on a podcast, go to YouTube.com, look up Locked On Boston College, and then hit that subscribe button. It's a holiday gift from me to you and from you to me. So I hope you take care. You do that. Uh, we've been doing a lot of Locked On Nows, too. If you go to the shorts version of our show, um, there's little like one-minute clips like, I did a quick one minute on Khalil Ali. Did a quick minute, one minute after the game. It's for those moments where I can't do a full podcast, but I want to tell you guys what I'm thinking. I'll be doing a lot more of those, especially as recruiting season catches up. So make sure you get in on that. Thank you all for listening. And um, we'll get back to you soon. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you all 